Welcome to the first episode of While I'm Young. Hello, I'm Ava de Jesus, your host, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about fighting for inclusion, creating change for college programs. So, let's get started. During my 11th grade summer, I embarked on a journey of exploring different colleges all across California. During each visit, I would ask the same question to different tour guides during my visits. What are the programs like for students with disabilities? And I was given an answer of either we have none or there are a few programs that support students with disabilities. After going through eight universities slash colleges, it made me realize a question that would impact students seeking inclusive college experiences. Why don't colleges support programs for students with disabilities? So now we are going to dive in into today's first episode into an important topic and shed light on the challenges faced with students with disabilities. But after the SCOTUS ruling, Colleges do not have programs that support students with disabilities, and I want to talk more about this issue. The lack of colleges supporting students with learning disabilities. As a student, it has been hard for me to find colleges that support my needs. We will explore the concerns of discrimination and To answer my question, I did extensive research. If colleges have expanded programs for students with disabilities, and notice that mm, after the SCOTUS ruling, all they have done is shrink the amount of programs colleges offer for students with disabilities. Colleges have supported programs for students without disabilities, such as office hours and study gates, and even tutoring. But for students with disabilities, we have no programs or help given to us. We need to, to research tutors and pay 50 bucks an hour for a tutor, even though colleges are refraining from discriminating against students with disabilities. Like... I mean, come on, they're basically discriminating against students with disabilities if they're not going to allow them to get a tutor. According to the Office of Civil Rights, it states, which prohibits discrimination on the basis of disability, practically every school district and post-secondary school in the United States is subject to one or both of these laws, which have similar requirements. This means that any student with disability have the rights to the same amount of learning opportunities as any student without disabilities. So why are students with disabilities gain the same rights as students without? That's the question. Let's look into more facts. Let's dive into more facts about this issue. The Supreme Court might have expanded students with disabilities rights, but did they help expand programs for students with disabilities? No, they did not. In the world, there are roughly about 6.4 million students with disabilities from the age of 3 to 21. And now colleges don't even have programs to support students with disabilities? Has the world changed with the court's decision? No. 
No matter if you have accommodations, IEP, doctor accommodations, and more, some colleges will not accept it if they do not have the programs to support students with disabilities. According to the U.S. News, it gives us the information stating that school for students with disabilities today can be disaster, said Jennifer Laszlo, president of RespectAbility, a nonprofit that advocates for increased opportunities for people with disabilities. Every child should have access to the education and skills they need to succeed. The Supreme Court's decision can mean that students with disabilities can succeed, just like anyone else. Jennifer Laszlo stated that every child deserves an equal amount of education. So why don't students with disabilities have access to programs like how any student without disabilities do? This just demonstrates discrimination. And barely any colleges can see that, even when they do not support the students with disabilities through programs. These programs are very important for students' learning accommodations, or even they have to learn in a different way. I mean, these some students need a different way of learning. Why can't colleges see that? You might wonder, why are these programs even important? And why is this person, me, even talking about this? Well, these programs are important for students who need special education because it allows students with disabilities that need accommodations and special education to feel comfortable and feel normal than they usually do. These programs help students learn and understand what they're learning. And these programs are helpful because students with disabilities need the quality education in order to gain the information. Since students with disabilities brain development is different than other students without disabilities. With the information that Alice Academy gives us, it states that children with special needs, autism, visual and hearing impairment, or speech language impairments can participate in instruction and school life to a great extent on equal terms with other children. Schools have provided methods to involve them in lessons so they can feel accepted, while at the same time fulfilling the primary education mission. A quality and well-designed learning disability education positively impacts the child's psychological development. A better understanding of their disability by other children would lead to acceptance as equal members of the community. I know a lot of information, am I right, to handle right now, but don't worry. Basically, all this information means that special education programs are very important, especially for students with disabilities who are in college, so they can connect with their community. College is supposed to be community, and they're not supposed to like divide based on, oh, students without disabilities and students with disabilities. That's just not right. College programs for students with disabilities are essential for learning and tools needed for anyone with disabilities that are helpful. But you know, there are barely any programs. You know why? 
because colleges think it is okay to care for their students with office hours, study guides, but no. It's not for students with disabilities. Students with disabilities need more than that. Colleges need to up their game and do more than that if they think it is helping the student government. Because this is not helping at all. Or is it? Throughout this episode, we'll explore how we can make a difference in advocating for inclusive college programs. We'll discuss the power of student activism, the importance of parental support, and the strategies we can employ to effect change on our campuses. But before we get into the interviews, I would just like to say that together we have the power to change the worlds of these colleges. We have the power to be more inclusive to students with or, or without disabilities. We have the power to change. Join me to not just raise awareness, but support inclusion for not only students with disabilities, but students without disabilities, color, gender, and more. We need to be able to not just connect with people, but connect with our community and be able to support it when we are in college or not. If we don't help all students with disabilities or color or race, then who will be able to help all of them in the future when colleges try to switch things up on us? Who will be there for the young, your siblings, your younger siblings who might go to college or not? Who will be there for them? Because we, the next generation, have to be there. We're Generation Z. They call us lazy. They call us on our phones a lot. But no, we got to change that up. Because we are the next generation of new minds. But a warm welcome to Will, a remarkable dual-enrolled high school and college student with unique perspectives on the recent SCOTUS ruling to reverse affirmative action. Welcome, Will. We're honored to have you here, Will. Let's jump right in. The recent SCOTUS ruling has raised significant concerns about diversity and inclusivity in college admissions. As a dual-enrolled student, can you share your views on how the decision might impact students with disabilities seeking an inclusive college experience? As a dual-enrollment student, I believe that this might impact people with disabilities trying to get the full college experience by... um. Kind of just not making them feel included, and that they don't they don't stand a higher chance, which is not actually a bad thing, because they have stuff that holds them back from being able to fully compete with the rest. And now that that is in place, it affects them greatly. Some argue that provided additional support for students with disabilities could be seen as professional treatment. How do you feel about this perception? And what are your thoughts on creating equitable and inclusive educational environment? Could you repeat the question again? Sorry. Some argue that provided additional support for students with disabilities could be seen as professional treatment. How do you feel about this perception? What are your thoughts on creating 
an equitable and inclusive education environment? Uh, you said preventional, correct? Yes. Um, so people saying that this is preventional, I definitely agree that this is it is preventing the people with disabilities. Um, and probably the way to improve that is um, just trying to make them feel included, even with these new rules in place. I would still try to make them feel like they're included and that they matter. Okay. Well said. Well, the statistics show that students with disabilities often face disparities in higher education from lower enrollment rates to graduation rates. In your view, what actions should educational institutions take to foster inclusivity and support students with disabilities effectively? They should hold different classes that help these people with these disabilities because they need more help due to the graduation rates and success rates. They definitely need more help. And I feel like colleges and universities try to implement more classes that assist the people with the disabilities. From your personal experience, how has diversity and inclusion positively impacted your educational journey as a dual enrolled student? As a dual enrollment student, diversity and inclusion has impacted me um, by allowing me to learn about other people during group projects or just viewing other people's opinions from how they view the world and experiences that they've been through. It, it provides more input into the work I do. That's wonderful to hear, Will. Given the potential impact of the SCOTUS ruling, what advice would you give to students with disabilities who aspire to pursue higher education in an ever-changing landscape? I think that really all I can say is just don't give up because it's, it's harder now. So it, it will be difficult and there's not much anyone can really do about it now, but you just got to keep trying and don't give up. That's inspiring advice, Will. Thank you for sharing your insights with us today. It was truly enlightening. I hope our credible listeners found this discussion as thought-provoking as I did. Remember, together we have the power to bring about change and create a more inclusive educational landscape for all. Please join me into welcoming my next guest, Jake Sanders, parent of a college student for inclusive education. H Hello, Jake. Welcome to While I'm Young. Hello, my name is Jake Sanders. I have a 19-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter. And my son is in college. And he has a disability. Well, do you have it? Are you okay with me asking a few questions? Absolutely. Um, my first question is, what do you think is the most beneficial that colleges have to offer to your child? Uh, well, I think it depends on each college. Um, I think they have their own programs that they have for children with disabilities. But... Um, one of the things that I noticed that they have is for someone to mentor um, the student as they're going along throughout the years. So uh, that's one thing that I relish a lot 
because if I'm not there, I feel like he can, you know, reach out to a, someone that, that can help him, and um, that's been beneficial. Okay. Do you feel that you can advocate for students with disabilities? How? Uh, I think at the beginning it was very difficult because I'm not, at the time I wasn't very formative. Um, you know, what services are out there and what programs there are. But um, throughout the years, I've been able to get people to help me, tell me what programs I should look into and uh, what services I can, you know, sign up for and see what would be beneficial for him. And so uh, I think that that's been the biggest thing is getting help from others that definitely knew a lot more than I did. Did you find any resources that helped you with your child? I did, yes. Uh, there were some great programs uh, that were able to kind of help us get through uh, a lot of the, the hardships, especially of trying to sign up for college and picking the right school for us and, and seeing what other programs they have in different schools. And, you know, because I wanted, you know, things is what, I wanted other things that he wanted than what I wanted. So uh, we had to try to come together and work on what works best for both of us. Do you believe that the college your son goes to supports your child's needs? Um, right now, so far, so good. You know, um, things might change. And that's why every year you have to reassess things and see, okay, what's going to be out there currently? Because different programs uh, come up every year, I'm sure. So um, that's why it's really important to always kind of reassess what services you do need and uh, definitely to advocate for yourself. Did you know that there are less programs for students with disabilities each year? How do you feel about this? Uh, that makes me disappointed uh, because I think that there is a majority of students that do have uh, disabilities, and I think that number is just going to continue to grow. And we definitely have to look into definitely having more programs that could help you know children or kids that are coming into college and even in high school. Uh, you know, make sure that they have you know, things, services that they might need because someone's disability might more be more debilitating than others. So uh, I definitely think we should be adding and improving and not necessarily taking anything away. So that statistic really scares me. That's great news. Last question. What is your opinion on the recent SCOTUS ruling? On the recent SCOTUS ruling, it stated that these cases are part of a concerted effort to undo policies, practices, and remedies that address systematic racism. For all who dedicated to advancing our country's journey towards racial equality, this is an important moment to engage. What is your opinion on this? Do you think this will affect your child and future students? Well, I definitely think that it will affect future students. I think that um, we can all benefit from different uh, 
you know, racist, uh, co-mingling with each other, and uh, especially with those with disabilities. I think that that's a, a huge step in the right direction. And I hope that colleges are looking into more diverse uh, group of students because it doesn't really... I mean, yes, you know, grades and everything matter, but I think also the person, you know, who they are, and also definitely make sure they'll look deeper into that person and uh, maybe talk with a lot more students or getting more information uh, from students. So I think that's definitely going to be a positive uh, growth uh, for colleges around the world. Well, thank you for letting me interview you. This was such a great opportunity to hear from a parent's side view. Oh, no problem, Ava. It was a pleasure, and thank you. If you ever have any other questions or ever want to follow up, please let me know. Thank you so much. After hearing all these different point of views and learning from my research myself, I knew that we need to advocate for diversity and inclusion for students with disabilities because colleges are just leading us to how it would be like in the 50s and not supporting their needs and forget that students with needs and special education actually need it. People can't just say, hey, we don't support students with disabilities anymore. Yeah, sorry. No, we the next generation need to support students with disabilities and advocate for their rights. Because if we don't, future generations of students with disabilities might not be given the same opportunities as us, as we are given right now. We need to take advantage of it. We need to open opportunities for the next generation to come and make sure colleges support students with disabilities through programs such as these. And make sure that there's more programs for students with disabilities. Like, come on now. There can't be just like three to four programs at a college. There should be a lot for students with disabilities. We need to be aware of our future because if we don't do something now, then who will in the future? To reach out together, let's fight for inclusion and create a brighter future for all. Thank you for joining me on While I'm Young with Ava DeJesus. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep shining.